Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman, as the announcer just told you there. And uh, joining me in studio today is Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Fred Jackson. Good Monday morning. Well, um, guys, I want to start out this morning with, uh, you know, our prayers uh, are for our our friends uh, in uh, well, there's several states that were hit by the tornadoes. Uh, was that in the middle of the night on Friday? Uh, it was. It was early evening Friday, wasn't it? It was well, like, like seven or eight o'clock p.m. when most of this took place. That that front started to move through several states. It was yeah, Friday evening and late into Friday night, and then overnight. One of the stories we're going to talk about is the candle factory in Mayfield. The candle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a late shift. Mayfield, Kentucky. Yeah. Well, everybody's heard by now about the, the you know, uh, Ed, the, the tornadoes that roared through uh, four or five states on on a Friday night. And, you know, we were talking in our story meeting. I did, I did not know this in having read some of these stories, but one of these tornadoes was on the ground for Two hundred, uh, I think, two hundred and seventy miles. It was a record, uh, recorded record. I have never heard of a tornado mm. staying on the ground like that. No, I'm wondering if it skipped some. Uh, I don't know, but uh, but but evidently not a lot because the, there's a path right starting in Arkansas, across uh, the river and into Kentucky, and of course that was the tornado uh, cell that. Uh, Struck Mayfield, Kentucky, mm-hmm. which is a town of approximately ten thousand. Ten thousand, yeah. And basically, it's a it's a what an hour or so south of Paducah, mm-hmm. but it uh, basically wiped out their town, didn't it? Uh, Fred? When you when you when you saw the pictures, when the sun began to come up on Saturday right. morning, you saw the pictures. It was, and I know it's an overused phrase. It's like it had been bombed. I mean, it's just as debris death- scattered everywhere. It just decimated. Uh, I mean, this uh, it's a small town, 10,000. Uh, a lot of folks have heard the story of the candle manufacturing place that got hit hard. Governor Andy Bashir of, of Kentucky uh, just said this morning at least 64 dead in his state. Uh, and But they're also saying there's still over 100 people unaccounted for. That does not mean... Uh, it's just that they haven't heard from him. There were, in the initial reports, they feared that many more died in this candle factory. I think eight right now is the official number. But what happened was they had a safe room. I guess they had had tornado exercises. They had a safe room. But when the tornado had passed, and you completely understand this, people didn't check in with the boss before they left the site. They just went home to see how their families were. And so they were counted as missing initially. So the numbers are a little bit confusing right now, but as of this morning in Kentucky alone, 64 people dead. Now, I think the governor was saying across the state, a thousand homes 
like completely destroyed, completely. Just speaks to the strength of these this major tornado and these other tornadoes that went through. I mean, it, it is. Yeah, it, it looks like a war zone across this path. Yeah, I, I haven't read about uh, the width or the size or the strength yet of the tornado. I don't know if you guys know. You know, they rate those uh, F three, F four, F five. What now? I've heard the number three used. It like looks like at least a three. Okay. Is what they're saying this morning. And it must have been fairly wide. Yes. Because uh, you see the swath of destruction, especially through that area in Mayfield. It also hit a uh, nursing home in Arkansas, mm-hmm. north, northeast Arkansas, mm-hmm. which killed a few people. Uh, I don't know if – I think it was the same system. Yes. But, um, uh, you, you know, just think uh, we have today uh, – Weather system, weather uh, like Doppler radar, for example, we have warning systems. I should say in right. place to, mm-hmm. which ha- has saved countless lives since uh, since that's been in place. And so, even with that, I was talking to somebody this morning. The fact, the difference between a a daytime tornado and a nighttime tornado, mm-hmm. you can see it, right? You can see it, and you're awake typically, whereas uh, you're talking about in the evening darkness and 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 quite honestly people who live where tornadoes are common like in the midwest and in the southeast in particular uh we hear we have tornado watches and warnings quite yes. frankly all the time and sometimes you get desensitized to that you know, because it happens it's so it's so common that you don't, uh, you know, you, maybe you don't protect yourself as 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 you should have because it happens all the time. You see what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Now, with the but with a lot of the factories and plants, uh, they're made out of metal mm-hmm. buildings. A lot of a lot of the structures are they would implode, right? A lot of times because the pressure would build up, and that's what it looked like when you mentioned a bomb. Mm-hmm. Like a bomb went off, and I was mm-hmm. looking at one of the big plants there in Mayfield. I don't know if it was a candle factory or something. It just, it it was just on the ground. It was just completely decimated. Right. Mm-hmm. So and, and um, so I was looking. Uh, so the uh, Kentucky governor's office, Andy Bashir, said two hundred and twenty-seven about two hundred twenty-seven miles is the length of time that the tornado stayed. And also, I'm just just. So it started in, in Arkansas, right? And, and I guess went through yeah. Missouri, a corner of Missouri, part, yeah. and then yeah. went through. And it it looks like maybe 3:45 a.m. is when I'm looking at a uh, National Weather Service storm prediction. So does that sound right? Because mm-hmm. when, when it when it would have hit what? It hit in uh, Mayfield. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was the back shift. People were working. They had heavy heavy orders. And so they were working through the night. But, you know, uh, it's interesting, just to follow on your remarks, Tim, on Friday morning, the weather forecasters were predicting. They knew this front was on the move. Right. So it was there. But like you said, we hear this so often. You know, yeah, and if it's, in the middle of, if it's in the middle of the night, actually, I was thinking if it's in the middle of the night, that's probably better mm. overall because people are in place even though they're in their homes, and then, then if you had it at 4 o'clock in the afternoon where you had 
a lot of people out on the roads. I'm right. You know, it's sad and tragic. One life was lost, but this, I think the governor was saying may yet be a, a record. Yes. A number of deaths because of one tornado uh, for the state of Kentucky. It's, uh, I, now, president Biden said, you know, uh, uh sent his, uh, condolences to the families and offered to help, uh, with the federal government, uh, as, as any president does during a, a tragedy like this anywhere in the United States. Uh, but, but he also did Biden try, he, he tried to score some political points, uh, uh, on, which I thought was shameful, quite frankly. Through his FEMA director. No, he did it himself, Fred. Yeah. Well, and we have a clip of Deanne Criswell. Okay. okay. So two, so two people here, Biden, number one, we're talking about, he blamed this tornado on, or these tornadoes on climate change, climate change. Okay. But you're saying his spokesperson at FEMA also did the same. Deanne Criswell is her name claiming such disasters will be the new normal from now on. Uh, I've got, a, we have a clip from we that? We have a clip for her, cut number seven. This is going to be our new normal, and uh, the, the effects that we're seeing from climate change are the crisis of our generation. Uh, we're taking a lot of efforts at FEMA to work with communities to help reduce the impacts um, that we're seeing from these severe weather events and help to develop system-wide projects um, that can help protect communities. Okay, I have to control myself right here. Yes, because I want to unleash on this woman, uh, uh, FEMA director. Yes, is that what you're saying. Uh-huh. She and Biden both blame this on climate change, as if we haven't had tornadoes right in America for as long, probably since God created the earth, yeah, because right. the 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 because it's a natural occurrence, because the warm Gulf uh, weather clashes with a cold front that moves across from the Rockies, and they clash in the middle of the country, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, Kentucky, Mississippi, Louisiana, right there. You can draw a circle of about 1,000 miles where 80% of your tornadoes occur annually. Okay? And and so to, to blame... First of all, this is not the time and place for the, for Biden or her, that woman we just heard right there, mm-hmm. whose name I can't remember, to inject uh, their 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 environmental climate change politics into yeah. the situation. You know what her job is to do? Her job is to assist the people who are on the ground. That's right. Right now, suffering, and that's what Biden should have left that out too. They had to t- stick that in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no proof. There's absolutely no proof whatsoever that what Biden or she said is true. That's right. It's true. Not only is not the place and time to do it. Secondly, you can't validate your claims. Yeah. Uh, I remember, uh, you remember a few years ago when we had uh, four or five hurricanes hit mm-hmm. the same year, mm-hmm. hit the U.S.? All these same environmental uh, activists were saying, okay, get ready because we're going to have these super hurricanes now. They're going to be hitting all the time mm-hmm. because of climate change. Right. Well, guess what? That didn't happen, and it hasn't happened. That's right. Uh, we in, in California right now, and in parts of the Pacific Northwest, they're getting dumped on by record amounts of snow in parts of the. Yeah. Uh, okay, it, it, because of the cold weather. 
Another one big hitting out there today on the West Coast. So quit using uh, unproven uh, claims to push your left-wing political agenda when people are hurting and suffering uh, from uh, a natural disaster, which has happened since uh, God created uh, Earth here in North America. Tornadoes, I don't know if they're unique to North America, but, 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 but more occur here than any other place and the, specifically the United States, some in Canada. So it's, that's just shameful, what, yeah. what, what they're doing right yeah, there. Yeah, the, the uh, number of hurricane, I mean, a number of tornadoes in this country has not increased. They have stayed the same. <clears throat> I was just reading something over the weekend. By the way, I do want to correct myself. Uh, the uh, Kentucky, uh, some Kentucky news services reporting that the tornado was in Mayfield at 1027 p.m. I was looking at a National Weather Service thing that was talking about the tornadoes and the storms going up uh, towards the northeast. But th- any increase in the number of tornadoes by exper- uh, experts say that increase in number is only because of storm chasers. They said the actual number of tornadoes has not increased. No. So to your point, uh, this is baloney. Same thing that happened with the hurricanes. And you it is, remember what I'm talking about oh, when, yes. they, when they were saying these hurricanes now are going to increase yes. every year. Yes. And so. they would have experts who would write uh, op-eds and they would say, this is not true. They, they, the numbers of hurricanes have not increased, which you would think it would have if all these dire predictions were true. But this is part of the playbook of the left is to take a disaster like a school shooting or like a mass shooting and say, see, the problem is guns. They will they will pivot from the tragedy to their political talking points in order to score uh, political points. And it, and it is shameful. And I would say this, too, about that. Let's just assume for a moment that what she's saying is true about climate change causing tornadoes. Okay. Uh, you know what? If that's true, the ship has already sailed. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in talking about it. Yep. There's no the, the what the the reason you can tell that uh, man-made global climate, uh, man-made global warming. Let me put it that way. There may be global warming. I've studied it some, but it's not man-made. That's right. And guess what? Secondly, there isn't squat you can do about it. That's right. Okay. So don't tell me what they're trying to pass is what they want to do is use this ultimately to shut down the oil and gas industry in America, right, that's right. cripple the American economy, make us subservient to other countries for our energy so that the socialists and the communists can control America. Yeah. If you want to know dot, 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 where this ends up, yeah. this kind of garbage like yeah. this woman's putting out right here, what Biden's spouting, yeah. that's what it leads to. Yeah. That's what it leads to. That's where they want to go mm. with their politics. Uh, you know, if if I was... I'm sorry to be dispassionate. No, <laughs> if I was in her presence, I would say, excuse me, ma'am, are you saying you're going to stop the warm Gulf air? You're going to stop the Gulf of Mexico from warming up? <laughs> right. Are, right. You, are you saying that? And coal fronts from moving... And you're going to stop coal fronts from Anchorage, Alaska right, and right, Canada from right. coming... Are you saying that... That's what she's saying. That public policy is going to stop this? She's saying driving SUVs causes those tornadoes. That's what, that, and don't you, forget the cows. The cows. 
and their okay, what are we their do about cows? methane emissions. Yeah, so. I mean that's a real that's a real argument that they make. We should stop right. eating meat because right. that. So uh, their explanations of all this are that mankind is causing it, and we're causing it because of fossil fuels. That's that they draw the line, and therefore to stop it. We have to cut back on our fossil fuels. Another thing they do here, and it's somewhat crafty, or I guess you could say devious, is that uh, they say things that are unprovable. Yeah. As if they're fact, as I said earlier. So, <clears throat> uh, she, it, which is completely irresponsible for uh, for for people in in the position of power, the president of the United States or the FEMA directors, to say things that are uh, unprovable. And, and and yet when you question them, they say, what, you don't believe you, you're a flat earther? Is that what you are? Mm-hmm. You're a you bunch of h- hicks who can't understand science uh, while they try to tell us they don't know the difference between a male and a female, these same people who say they believe in science. So uh, I, I just think uh, I credit President Biden for doing what he should have done, that is immediately express sympathy for the people of Kentucky. But uh, but at the same time, for him to shoot off on global climate change, oh, I know what I was going to mention. It, it, that's shameful, mm-hmm. by the way. I was also going to mention that when they say climate, the reason uh, most people don't understand this, but do you remember for 20 years or so, folks, we, it was called global warming? That's right. Okay. This is a, this is another example why they're say what they're saying is unprovable if not true at all. Remember these uh, the left wing environmentalists, uh, starting with Al Gore, they used the expression global warming. What well, we use that for twenty years in talking about this. Okay, they made a switch on the words that they used because they were having global warming conferences, and it was uh, ice storms while they were doing their 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 wherever they would go. I yeah. mean, it was it was uncanny how that would work. Uh, but they changed. Mm-hmm. Global warming, you could counter with, uh, with you know, with, okay, well, it's cooling over here while you say it's warming over here. So maybe it's cyclical, and maybe this is not a, a, a warming of the earth where we're all going to die because of uh, I drive my SUV. So they switched to the expression climate change, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The reason they switched is because it's a win-win because they don't have to deal with just warming, but they can say every kind of uh, uh, natural disaster or like this, for example, or her, a her, three hurricanes hit in a month or something like that, or uh, the Gulf Stream cools by a degree or what I don't know. What they do is they say that represents climate change. So they never had, it's a win-win, mm-hmm. right? Anything that happens now is, like she just said, is climate change. Me- meanwhile, let me, let me uh, refresh our memory about the failed predictions of the global warming slash climate change crowd. Okay. I'm, I'm on the, uh, 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 the AEI American Enterprise institute.org aei.org and they have an, an article up there I, I like to go there and look uh 50 years of failed doomsday predictions okay let me just refresh everyone's memories of the predictions that have been made in the past each of these has a link i'm not gonna go to all the link 
So in, in uh, uh, rising sea levels, this is 1989, rising sea levels will obliterate nations if nothing is not done by the year 2000. 1989, New York City's West Side Highway will be underwater by 2019. In year 2000, children won't know what snow is. I won't give you the names. The years go uh, up from here. Famine in 10 years if we don't give up eating fish, meat, and dairy. That was in 2002. No famines. Ten year, more than 10 years later. Uh, 2004, Britain will be Siberia by 2024. 2008, Arctic will be ice-free by 2018. It wasn't. 2008, Al Gore predicts ice-free Arctic by the year 2013. It's not. 2009, Prince Charles says we have 96 months to save the world. 2009, UK Prime Minister says 50 days to save the planet from catastrophe. 2009, Al Gore moves 2013 prediction of ice-free Arctic to 2014. Wrong again. 2013, ice, Arctic ice-free by 2015. Wrong again. 2014, only 500 days before climate chaos. Wrong. This, this goes, this is 50. Where, where are you finding this? This is, this is AEI.org. American Enterprise American Institute. Enterprise Institute, 50 years of failed. Do we have it? All right. So Brent Creeley has posted that on our Facebook page. And all of these have links to the predictions. Okay. That have been made. Go go to our Today's Issues Facebook page, and Brent uh, has posted that story that Ed is referring to. <laughs> I mean, it's because, look, 1972, oil will be de completely depleted worldwide in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Do you notice they all, a lot of these people now, Gore, to his credit, he, he decided to swing and miss three years in a row. Uh, where mo what, what they'll do is very it's also very clever to these, these, these politicians, these left-wing politicians who want to scare uh, the mess out of people, so they'll vote for them, so the planet doesn't burn up. That's that's, right. that's their goal, right? With mm -hmm. with the, with people like Biden, uh, don't vote for the Republicans. They want to watch the planet burn. Mm -hmm. Okay, as if Republicans or Democrats in the United States can control global global the global climate. I mean, it's, it's insane. Yes. Uh, but but uh, what what anyway? What what Biden did here over the weekend by injecting climate change is is just. Uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. I was stalling there. Could you tell? I, I couldn't, not until you it's just admitted it. It's an art. <laughs> well, I admitted it so you could see the brilliance of how I handle that situation. I see. As I, my, well I tried to recapture my original thought, and that is this. Notice these people always say in 10 years, mm -hmm. okay? The reason they say if we don't do so-and-so, so-and-so in the next 10 years is because it allows them time to, to scare people while still thinking I, we have 10 years as long as you elect, elect the liberal Democrats, right? Mm. then we still got 10 years to save the planet for your children and grandchildren. But you got to elect us. But you got to elect us. Notice that 10, almost, it's, it's about a 10-year thing. That 10-year thing hardly ever moves. Yeah. In other words, in 2024, you watch. Whoever the Republican or the Democrat presidential candidates are, the Democrat is going to be saying, I've been told by leading scientists that we have 10 years right. to to uh, to deal with the global warming, cri uh, climate change crisis, or uh, blah, 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 Armageddon, or whatever they 
Not that they believe in the Bible, but right. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's always out in the future mm-hmm. that they need to do something now. And if you don't vote for us, then human history is over. I'm I'm more worried about murder hornets, frankly. You remember murder hornets? Murder a hornets. Of, yeah. A couple of years ago. I'm more worried about them coming okay. to my neighborhood okay. than I am climate, climate change. change. Personally, I like warm weather. Who's with me? <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Stay with us. Just as the cloud directed the Israelites when to remain in camp and when to set out, the Holy Spirit has been sent to direct our steps today. Will Addison, it may not be as visible as a pillar of cloud or a pillar of fire, but we can train ourselves to recognize the leading of the Holy Spirit. Will provides scriptural proof that the Spirit is here for us today. Read Will's blog, Walking in Step with the Spirit, at afa.net slash the stand. A vacation with a purpose. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. That's what some of our folks have called our spiritual heritage tours, which we're going to be doing again in 2022. Let me tell you what we do. We go on a trip to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. We see early American history there. And then we go to Washington, D.C. and George Washington's Mount Vernon on a separate tour. We do these in June and September. They're perfect weather months in that part of the country. Stephen McDowell, who is a historian and author of America's Providential History, he will be our expert on the trip. So we'll have a historian joining us on these tours. It's going to be a wonderful time together in our nation's capital and in Colonial Williamsburg in 2022. June and September. If you want to go, go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com, spiritualheritagetours.com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Los Angeles County police officers are warning tourists to stay away from the city. They say it's too dangerous. The head of the police union issuing a dire warning that visitors should avoid Los Angeles for the sake of their lives and safety. Union Chief Jamie McBride says criminals are running wild, and he does not believe the police can keep you safe. In recent weeks, gangs of thugs have been staging smash-and-grab robberies, wiping out stores like Nordstrom. There are also reports of Christmas parties being targeted by home invasion robbers. Bail reform is a significant problem. Fourteen thugs who robbed one store were set free within hours of being arrested. And because of the war on police, the department does not have the resources necessary to keep citizens safe. The union chief says Los Angeles has become a real-life version of the movie Purge. My new book available right now, Our Daily Biscuit at ToddStarns.com. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter 1.3 American Family Radio When you die, 
Are you going to heaven or not? You can know for sure. Heaven or not.net. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and Fred, and uh, you're listening to the uh, program Today's Issues. Should you want to watch on the Internet, we are live video streaming the show at YouTube and Facebook. YouTube and Facebook, just type in the words Today's Issues, and you can watch the show there live. Again, Tim with Ed and Fred. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do this at uh, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Um, we're asking you to pray today uh, for the uh, victims of the hurricane and their families and the communities, not the hurricane, rather the tornadoes that went through uh, Friday night across Arkansas, Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky, I think maybe Tennessee got hit too. But um, the the big one was in uh, Kentucky. Mayfield, Kentucky yeah. in particular. But, uh, uh, but one, one other thing sure. before you say that, before you get to that, Fred, uh, uh, Eight Days of Hope, mm-hmm. which is our the ministry we support that does uh, uh, that disaster relief and so forth and so on, all of our listeners, if you've been listening for any time at all, you're familiar with the, our friends at Eight Days of Hope. Well, Steve Tiber, we'll trying to get him on our program tomorrow. And if you want to do something to help the people in Kentucky as far as going there, uh, uh, going there, go to uh, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com, and check out what, what they got going on. But Steve will be with us tomorrow. Go ahead, Fred. Yeah, and remember, uh, in the wake of the tornadoes Friday night, early Saturday morning. Now the folks, many of them, their homes destroyed, are facing severe cold weather. They don't have any electricity. They don't have water. Uh, it's uh, If you go to uh, Amer- American Family News, our website, and look at some of the pictures that we put up there, folks, these folks have nothing, all right? They're even lacking basic shelter in many cases. So this is ongoing. The tornado may have passed, but now they're dealing with, as I say, record cold temperatures overnight. In fact, this morning I was watching uh, Fox and Friends. They, they talked to a pastor, Dr. Milton West. He's pastor of First Christian Church in Mayfield. Their building uh, was destroyed, but they held a service yesterday outside and blessed their hearts that showed these folks sitting in chairs with Big coats on and hats and, and, and gloves and all of that. But uh, here's a little bit of what the pastor had to say this morning in the interview on Fox and Friends. Cut one. Our people needed to come together. Uh, they needed to start the healing and grieving process. They needed to do it in a community, in a Christian community setting. And um, we always try to gather whenever we absolutely possibly can. We had communion yesterday, mm-hmm. and that is essential to how we worship every Sunday. Yes, so sir. we made sure that we gathered, and it gave our people an opportunity not only to be together, but to see this building right. uh, that is so special to all of us. Yes, sir. You know, their, their building, for the most part, was destroyed. But here's something very interesting. The pastor pointed this out this morning. He said, I think they had communion service yesterday. 
One of the things that remained intact was the communion table. If you go to a Protestant church, they often have the communion table right at the front, yeah. in front of the uh, of the pulpit. That was untouched, mm-hmm. and there was a cross on top of that table that was untouched in that particular church. So there are many, many churches like this uh, First Christian Church there in Mayfield. Uh, they will rebuild their structure. Well, and one of the stories on uh, American Family News, that's AFN.net, about this also points out the fact that I think the mayor of Mayfield said they lost the water tower yeah. too. So they don't have any water either. That's right. So you talk about, you know, uh, one thing piled on top of another. Yeah. So that's a, that's a two to five year re year rebuilding um, project mm-hmm. right yes. there to be as much of that town as was uh, it. And, 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 and then you're left like with the candle factory, you're, you're left where people were working. Right. That's gone now. Right. Right. And, and so that's, uh, boy, they need our prayers. Yeah. That's all I can say. You're listening to the radio program, Today's Issues, on the American Family Radio Network. Next story, Fred. Well, because Ed's here, we're going to jump to a Fauci moment. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Can't get enough Fauci. All hail Lord Fauci. I'll <laughs> uh, ri- <all> rise. <laughs> I think I've got my metaphors confused between a courtroom and a... And a uh, uh, you know, a, a lord from England back in the day. Uh, or, you or, think so? Or the, the salute given to a fascist dictator. Probably all oh, that jumbled in together. I was, I was together. raising my hand. Yeah. Was that a Hitler thing? What well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that. that us. Well, I didn't mean it that way. No, I, that's in my mind. I was. Do thinking I have to say that Mussolini? <laughs> do I really? Have Nowadays to say? you do. I, can, I was thinking uh, of Mussolini, but uh, uh, okay. I, I, probably I think the overarching that. point here is that <laughs> Fauci, Doctor Fauci, has taken uh, is, is is like speaking from Mount Sinai for the science community, right? Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's the way I should say it. But you Go know, ahead. you're in trouble. The entertainment world is still starting to make fun of him now. Yeah. Saturday Night Live apparently did some kind of skit where. He was made fun of. Anyway, this is what he had to say in the weekend. Said that Americans will, quote, just have to deal, end quote, with the prospect of getting more coronavirus booster shots in the future. So not only the next one, but the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. Well, and because as we've said on this show, that's because that's all they've got. That's all they have allowed themselves to right. have is the vaccine. And, and if, if you've painted yourself into that corner and you, you can't talk about natural immunity, we've talked about this ad nauseum, you can't talk about treating it, you know, with ivermectin or, you know, zinc or whatever, all the different hydroxychloroquine. If you can't talk about any of that stuff, all you've got is the vaccine. That's it. And so, and so, it's all one, you, it is, so in that case, it will be one booster after another. Right. Well, and, and here's the other you know, unless, the, unless, the unless the COVID just completely dies out, which is a possibility, I guess. Yeah. Huh? But to go back, I, I guess there's now a theme developing here. Uh, the Democrats believe in keeping a crisis in place in order to back their political agenda. Yeah, False crisis. They can save you. That goes back to Obama. Obama used to say this when the tragic school shootings took place. Never let a tragedy go to waste. The Rahm Emanuel yeah. was famously quoted for that. They, they do this all the time. And that's, that's what's happening here. But here's the reality. Uh, they're also using this to change the definition of fully vaccinated, folks. You've got to be aware of this. Actually, I want to see that happen. The reason I want to see that happen is because, and I've mentioned this before, 
I think there's an internal, there, there's got to be an internal uh, debate uh, at the White House on when to announce a redefinition of what it means to be fully vaxxed. Because mm-hmm. this is a, maybe the expression, be careful what you wish for. Because right now, in order to be, quote, fully vaxxed, which is what Biden wants to punish those who aren't under that definition, right, mm-hmm. even though he's being struck down uh, by the federal courts, three federal courts, I think, have said, no, you can't do this. It's unconstitutional. The president alone can't make people get shots in their arms if they don't want to. But um, so that's what uh, I think that if you redefine what it means to be fully vaccinated, as they probably should if you're going to follow their their logic. I'm talking about Fauci and company, CDC. You're going to throw millions, millions, millions of more people mm-hmm. into the into the un, unwashed mm-hmm. uh, category, yeah. right? And so let's just suppose that Biden's mandates were to be upheld by the courts, which I don't think there's any way they are going to be held, upheld by the courts, the Supreme Court included. I think they're going to be consistently ruled unconstitutional. But if he, he were able to get away with that redefinition, I mean, with that uh, mandate uh, from 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 on high from the White House, or else lose your job, you throw millions of people, 10 million more people, let's say, into the, uh, who, who say, you know, I got the shots back in the, the spring, okay, or last summer I got the shots, okay, but I'm not getting a booster because now I, I don't, I've had COVID, I've recovered, I don't feel like I need to have a booster shot. Well then, sir, you're a, you are considered unvaccinated, and you too uh, must must get the shot, the booster shot, or else we're going to make you lose your job. Yeah, you see what you see? Right. Where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. So I, I if I if I'm a I, I, uh, the pol- the politics of practicality, if you will, or the calculation of how this might impact the 2022 election uh, for the midterms, I think uh, that's uh, there are the Democrats are probably already going to get wiped out, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> unless things change drastically. Uh, but you throw millions more people into first of all, it's going to create more division in the country between people. And then secondly, you cause more people to lose their jobs, millions and millions and millions of more people who said, I got the shots back in the summer of 2021, but I'm not signing up for a booster every three months. I'm just not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, then get over there with the unclean people because you're going to be punished too if you don't sign up for the boosters. You you see what I'm saying here? So if I'm the White House, I'm hoping, I'm saying, we got to back off from that. In fact, if I were Biden... And I, would, I was advising him, although I doubt that that will ever be. <laughs> I would tell him just rescind the mandates mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. right now. I know, I know, some on the left are going to be ticked at you, uh, and maybe you got it. Maybe he's all in on this, but I would say you rescind them. You say, look, because I think you would build goodwill with, uh, uh, back with a lot of the American people. You just say, look, I'm, I'm rescinding these things. Because, the, number one, the courts are striking them down everywhere. Secondly, I'm two variants behind. <laughs> right? That, that's a real problem. 
I mean, that, being the, two the, variants behind, being two variants behind. To to me, this that's exactly why he can't rescind the mandates because have what we've already said. They've put all their chips into one basket. I think I'm mixing metaphors now too. All their eggs in one basket. Okay, the vaccine basket. And if you and you've put all these mandates out there, and, and that's your only solution to this. And now with the variants and the original vaccine probably not being effective, the more variants we have, you have to continue. You have to continue with boosters at booster after booster after booster. But do you add boosters to the new, to the definition of fully vaccinated? Yeah, they'll have to because the unvaccinated have been the problem on the left. The unvaccinated are the problem. That's every explanation. I know. Remember, they explained the Omicron variant as being the product of all these unvaccinated people. That's not even true, it's by the way. It's not true. It's not true, but they keep spouting that. They, ha- they, they have to because the unvaccinated are the problem because they have, there has to be an explanation for why Joe Biden hasn't shut down the virus. That was his promise. I said I was going to shut down the virus. I'm going to I'm going to stop he pre- this thing. No, he promised that. He, he said promised Trump it. Trump's kill people and I'm going to shut down the virus. So, what's your explanation for why you failed to do that, Mr. President? Unvaccinated people. That's their that's their that's the only way they can go. Okay. <clears throat> Which is why they don't answer this question. Which is when you say, "Wait a minute. People who have been vaccinated are getting COVID." all the time all around us we all see it and hear it and furthermore they can spread covid right so uh, to 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 the fauci and biden and, and harris and those i would say answer that question for me and then we can have a conversation here yep. okay but as long as you deny that or ignore that or censor that from the discussion and all you want to talk about is the unvaccinated or the unwashed as being the reason why the variants are spreading that's not true. That's not true. Now, the the shots, the COVID shots, otherwise known as vaccines, they say uh, may very well help you from getting deathly ill, okay, or from having to go to the hospital, okay. Okay, I, I'm just gonna let, let I'm just gonna take that as true. All right, I don't know. That's what they say. Right. Right. That's what they say. Uh, but I thought the object here. If you're going to talk about uh, how to, uh, what did Biden say he was going to do? Shut down the. Oh, shut it down, baby. Okay. Then you're going to have to treat people equally who are vaccinated and unvaccinated because you both can get it and can spread it. Yeah. In fact, it seems to me like uh, people w- who are vaccinated would maybe be more subject to spreading COVID than people who are unvaccinated are at least as likely because I know a lot of people who thought when they got the shots back last spring or last summer, uh, they, you know, they got the shots, the COVID shots, the vaccination, they thought to themselves, what this protects me from getting COVID. I, I guarantee you, if you were to have surveyed Americans back last spring or last summer, that would have been the first thing they said. I'm getting this because it's going to keep me from getting COVID. Yep. They were right? told that. Yep. 90% effective. Well, in fact, a year ago, I got I was listening to Dr. Fauci. A year ago, he was saying the pandemic's about over because of the shots. 
that are coming. That's what he, right. that was his professional opinion at the time, which turns out now to not be right. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I, I just, I just think there, there is COVID fatigue in this country right now. It's it, the well, people, even the Democrat governor of Colorado, Jared Polis interview with NPR. He's had enough. NPR on Friday <laughs> declared in the interview that the COVID-19 emergency is quote over and that he won't be implementing another statewide mask mandate in response to the spread of the uh, Omicron. Well, welcome to red state America, governor. Well, um, this is really that's interesting. That's a blue state, Colorado now. He's a politician. He's the governor. Purple blue. Yeah. All right. Purple blue. He's hearing from the people of Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Uh, enough is enough. Right. And, and But he did go on. He says, you know, uh, for the unvaccinated, hey, you've had lots of time. If you get it now, it's your own darn fault. I agree with him on that. What, what he said. That's what he said. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I don't agree with where he's coming from necessarily on that. But I agree with him that people uh, who want to be uh, vaccinated, who want to get the COVID shots, have had ample time to do so. Yeah. So they've evidently chosen not to for whatever reason. Well, this uh, is this is a Democrat that I think that is caught up to the reality of what's going on out there, both politically and, quite frankly, scientifically. All right? Do what? Sci- and, and scientifically. Because, as you've been pointing out here, vaccinated get, can get the virus. They, they can, can spread it. And they can spread they the virus. They get it and they spread it. The unvaccinated... Same thing. Yeah. So people, they're looking at hockey games. Right. Packed stadiums. Nobody's oh, wearing football, masks. And football stadiums all over America all fall. All right. Yeah. And everybody's scratching their head. Wait a minute now. That looks pretty good to me. And they're looking at cruise ships and people are having a good time. Life is getting back to normal in a lot of places in America. And the people are saying who are living under this curfews, they're saying, I don't want to live that way anymore. Well, you mentioned politically and scientifically, and let me toss in and join to the politically for these governors economically. Yes. So they understand that if you go through some other kind of big shutdown or you start putting a lot more people out of work, your economy is going to go down into the toilet and that's going to cost you your job as governor. That's what Governor Lockdown said in Michigan the other Mm -hmm. day. Uh, her name is uh, Whitmer. Whitmer, yeah. Governor Whitmer. I call her Governor Lockdown <laughs> uh, because uh, even she said uh, the Biden mandates. We're not going to do that here. I mean, she said that in essence. Am I right? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not misrepresenting what she said because it's going to kill jobs, and we can't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm paraphrasing what she said, but that's without directly criticizing the president of her own party. That's what she said, mm-hmm. and this was. Uh, governor, uh, she was governor lockdown. She was hardcore yeah. on all this stuff. Well, but she's basically saying I'm not doing that anymore. Well, because you know what? Michigan's got to compete now with open states, states that are opening up and have right. been opened up economically. And plus, there's another factor. Winter's coming to Michigan, and the governor wants to go to Florida for a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Fred. Wow, Fred. Not. I no, no, no. No, you're right. Yeah, she did that last year, right? Yeah. Hey, listen, they're boarding planes in Detroit every day. Yeah. Heading down to Disney World. Right. Yeah. And you go out there, Governor, and you try to stop that. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, um, all right. You're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. By the way, this uh, this variant, variant O, what mm-hmm. I call it, mm-hmm. Greek word is what, Ed? 
It's either Omicron or Omicron. I mean, there's no correct pronunciation of it. Right. There's a British pronunciation. Which was also a ship in the Star Wars uh, movie series, (laughs) right? The Omicron, yeah. The Omicron is coming. Captain, what do we do? Uh, That particular uh, uh, strand, what do you call it, a variant? Yeah. Is uh, proving to be very, very mild so far. And I, I, I don't know of anybody in the U.S. that's died of it. I haven't heard. It's I don't think so. There haven't been a whole lot of cases here yet. But. It, it sounds like a, uh, it's basically, it's it's a cold. It's a sniffle. Yeah. So. Um, Which is what the doctors in South Africa told us. A right. Month ago. Yeah. Don't right. panic. Why is everyone panicking? And, and yet, you know, Biden goes nuts and says we're going to shut down all the flights from basically the lower half of the African Africa. Co- continent. Yeah. It just. Yeah. Sucks. Where are a lot of African-Americans. Well, not African Americans. A lot of Africans of color, black folks, live, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't know if Trump would have done that. <laughs> it'd have been racist. Oh, uh, racist! Right. Biden they called him racist for shutting down flights just from China. Right. You know. But here, Biden is shutting down flights from uh, majority black, where black folks live in Africa, and he gets a where's free the pass. media? Yeah, he gets a free pass. He gets a free pass on that one. All right, to Fred, next story. Big news at Fox News yesterday from uh, Chris Wallace, fairly well-known journalist in this country. He's been with Fox News for almost, what, 20 years, 18 years. Uh, He closed out his regular Sunday program yesterday with quite an announcement, cut to five. After 18 years, this is my final Fox News Sunday. It is the last time, and I say this with real sadness, we will meet like this. 18 years ago, the bosses here at Fox promised me they would never interfere with a guest I booked or a question I asked, and they kept that promise. I have been free to report to the best of my ability, to cover the stories I think are important, to hold our country's leaders to account. But after 18 years, I have decided to leave Fox. I want to try something new, to go beyond politics, to all the things I'm interested in. So he's going to CNN streaming, is yeah, that right? Yeah, he's going to that powerhouse, that high ratings CNN. Yeah, I, I just... Well, now, if he's going to do something like uh, he's talking about right there, which is basically getting away from just politics and government mm-hmm. and dealing with the world, you know, whatever interests him, right. uh, I could see where he would want to, you know, get out of that Fox News Sunday show. But going to CNN, uh, you talk about... You're talking about uh, wanting to get on the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> good night. Huh? Well, the, the gossip around, uh, Chris Wallace is a liberal. All right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. He, he's a liberal. His what, father, Mike Wallace, CBS News, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. He was He was pretty liberal. 60 Minutes uh, yeah. of fame. Uh, he's, he's a liberal. He was known as one of the few liberals. The gossip around is that he really doesn't like Tucker Carlson and got really upset with Tucker Carlson's recent take on what really happened on January 6th. And he went to the bosses, Chris Wallace did, and said, I'm outraged at this, that he would suggest that January 6th really wasn't an insurrection, that other things were going on. And uh, so, yeah, he's he upset Hannity and with Tucker Carlson, didn't want to be part of that anymore, and so... <laughs> I'm going to jump to CNN. Well, I don't think Tucker Tucker Carlson is any more conservative than Bill O'Reilly was. 
No. You know, so I, I, I just think I, I, I'm looking at some information on Chris Wallace. He's 74 years old, so that's not too old to do anything. He he may just simply be he he's, you know, one of the few liberals at a fairly conservative news network mm-hmm. and life's too short. I want to go do something else. I can't do it at Fox. I'm going to go to CNN. But he is a, a liberal guy, and he just may be fed up with being in a, you know, fairly conservative network. I, I, I'll say this. I don't blame him for wanting to go and do something different when you're 74 years old. Frankly, at 74, I would just retire, you know, and mm-hmm. just, you know, spend time with family and, and what have you. But it's probably irked him for a long time being mm-hmm. around all those conservatives. And um, and maybe he's just, I don't know, 74, maybe he's just cranky. You know, the mm-hmm. older you get, sometimes you get a little cranky at some of these uh, <clears throat> younger guys. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm wondering next, uh, what was it, Shepard Smith left back about a year ago. MSNBC, I think, picked him up. The rumor is, though, that I heard, Fred, was that uh, Chris Wallace uh, wanted to form a boy band with Jesse Smollett. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I knew when you started this. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know who played, who's, you know, uh, Smollett, Wallace, (laughs) Sort of like Millie Vanilli, you know what I'm sort of a, a yeah. tour uh-huh. to be a, you know what I'm saying? Do you, can you see that? Uh, well, Jesse J- Smollett's going to probably lose some money here in the next couple of months when he has to pay for all the expenses at the Chicago Police Department. Oh, all those liberals just wanted so badly to believe Jesse. Yeah. Uh, but he, it just didn't pan out for him. Huh? Or I as heard it, Dave I heard, Chappelle calls the subway sandwich was still intact. I heard it was the sandwich that did him in. <laughs> yeah. The police yes. chief said we got over to his house and the sandwich is all intact. Yes. Did you see the pictures of him taking that noose off his leg? Let me leg? tell you something. My subway sandwich doesn't stay intact when I just unwrap it, <laughs> let alone fend off two guys. We'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.